good evening and welcome to our show. Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future. Hi, this is Suzanne. I'm Jody. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is Deanna. Hey, everybody. We are talking today about some record release anniversaries. And of the first of the two, we're going to talk about uh, Astronaut was released on this day, October 11th. We think in the UK first and then on the 12th in the US. And what year was that? 2004? 2004. 16 years ago. And happy, um, happy sweet, happy astronaut. Just neat. There is some significance to this album, obviously, to a lot of us, specifically that the four of us wouldn't even know each other had this album not come to fruition. And we've probably talked about it before, but I remember the day I learned that the five members of Duran Duran had reunited and were working on a new album. And this was the product of that. And the, the emo- I think I remember saying I cried at work and ran straight into my boss's office and said, my band is back together. And if they go on tour, you won't see me for about a year. So that's essentially what happened. <laughs> yeah. Second celebration is Paper Gods, of which we have probably talked about ad nauseum, but we do want to acknowledge for sure that Paper Gods is um, also a very special record. I have an astronaut story, and I don't know if I've ever told this. When Astronaut was released, one of the ways they promoted it were these radio station parties, and they were listening parties. And there was one scheduled in Houston that I learned about somehow. I don't even know how I learned about it. But I learned that the party was going to be at the Sam Hotel in downtown Houston, and somehow... Brian, my friend Brian, and his uh, boyfriend at the time met me in Houston. We stayed at the Sam, and I became friends with the head of security at the hotel. And the head of security was like, oh, he was British, for one thing. He had a great accent. He was like, oh, there's a band here this weekend, and we're doing a listening party. And I was like, really? Oh, my gosh. Those 
those live shows with the five of them are just unbeatable to have had that and to be in that environment with them and to hear this music um, with them, like in a room with them and the music is all new. We've not heard it yet. It, it, it was really, I got chills just now just thinking about it. It was really, really a special time. Was it nice? Was, was it, it was so nice. It was so nice. It wasn't I think it was about that time or maybe shortly after that, I met Dee for the first time at your house. You had a grand gathering, and Stacy and I, and Stacy's sister, I think, was there. And I don't remember who else was there, but Jade was there, maybe? Yeah, Jade, maybe. That was fun. That was fun. Because, yeah, we had, conne- we had connected on the fan community, the online community. And I know we've talked about this probably, like, in one of our early episodes, the first episodes, in terms of, like, how we all met. Yeah. And yeah, I, I hosted a little awesome Durani thing and watched videos and all that stuff, and it was so much fun. Drank the yeah. best Andrea. Uh-huh. Yeah. I need to make some more of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that, it's, it's, it's interesting that it's the Astronaut and Paper Gods because those kinds of scenes are, are, are like milestone albums for mm-hmm. me. And Astronaut, for sure, for, for, the, you know, the obvious reasons. And, and then I remember seeing, seeing, going to the first show, reunion show in Houston. And I mentioned this already too in the first episode, but when they walked out on the stage and there were all five of them standing there and it was just like, I was in tears. I was just screaming. I, it's like I was, I was 13 years old again. I was screaming my head. I was going, oh my. I can't believe it. So it was with my, you know, friend, my friend Valerie, and, and we were like, I just, I was grabbing her. It was just crazy. And, but also on a personal level, it came out the year that I got married. I got married in May of 2004. And I remember, um, Sunrise came out, like the single came out. And it was just the lyrics to the song were, were just, were great, were perfect. And, and, and my husband and I, when we were getting married, wanted to put together a, like a CD for everybody, like um, a wedding CD of just love songs that we uh, either played for one another or that we both, you know, loved. And I put Sunrise on that. I'm going to get emotional. Um, <laughs> because the, the lyrics were, were just, it, they, they were they were perfect for what we were about to embark on and getting married. You know, it was the time has come. Only change will bring you out of the darkness. In this moment, everything is born again. You know, it was just like, it was perfect. And I think I put that as the last song on the CD. Nice. And, um, you know, and, and, and it didn't. It wasn't, it was a brand new song, right? So it wasn't like it was something that had, like I had played it for him or he played it for me or anything. It was just, I just love the significance of it and the the lyrics and everything. So, um, yeah, and then with with tours and things like that, you know, we had just gotten married. And I just, just the feeling, it was just this euphoric feeling that I was already feeling being a newlywed. And then my band got back together as well. (laughs) It was just like this perfect world. Everything was, was just, you know what I mean? So it was... That was really, I, I, I have, Astronaut is, is very close to my heart for, for those. People. I remember that same intro when they walked out. That, and I think I think the first one I saw was the Bass Concert Hall. And I was kind of up in a balcony, but I was at the front of the balcony. But I just remember the wall of sound that we made. I mean, that place, <laughs> for literally, it had to have been at least, least like, not 10 minutes of just, 
sustained scream, screaming coming from the but it was so electric that we were just like overwhelmed that I still remember that clearly from like 16 years ago. Very interesting. And then like related with Paper Gods, the first show for that for me was Red Rocks. So like that was a really significant show too. So of these two albums, the first shows I saw on this tour were two very significant shows for me as well. So... Yeah. yeah, you were talking about, and everybody's mentioned this already, but, uh, you know, to your point, I can remember first trying to find the cassette single of uh, Sunrise in a job that I had just started uh, for the company that I worked for and walking into the music store looking for this single, I'm, I'm sure I've told the story before in a previous podcast as well, and couldn't find it anywhere going in, and the manager of the store is like, oh my gosh, you need to talk to my district manager. <laughs> she loves Duran Duran, and she made sure we had plenty of this in stock and everything, and so I'm like, okay, you have it? Okay, let me go up to the office and get my wallet, and I'll be right back. Two, two copies aside for me. So I come back down to the store, and sure enough, you know, I, I'm purchasing in, and that district manager that she was telling me about happens to be in the store visiting that store that day. And she comes out, and she is Christy, and um, and we just start gabbing like we've known each other forever. And we exchanged business cards, and she was talking about the upcoming shows and the upcoming tour and listening parties. And I'm like, how do you know all of this? And um, you know, we you know immediately got home. I was so excited and emailed her, and, and I had already seen. The, they were here in, in town uh, for the pre, you know, pre astronaut tour when they played. And to your point, FD, about the uh, them coming out to the edge of the stage, standing in their suit, well tailored, probably Anthony Price suit, um, standing at the edge of the stage. And I remember grabbing the person next to me's arm, and she's like, Stephanie, you're cutting off my circulation. And I was just, you know, I could not believe as an adult, actually, you know, I never got to see them, you know, in the, in the early 80s. My first show wasn't until 1989 on the Big Thing Tour. So I could not believe that I got to see the Fab Five. You know, I was, sta- I was standing here and, and watching the Fab Five on, on stage, you know, just the pure joy and elation and the songs and, you know, kind of a preview of some of the stuff, you know, we got to hear beautiful colors that night. Um, and so, you know, going back first show on the astronaut tour, um, which was Bass Hall, um, which I met Jody that night. I obviously hadn't met Dee and I hadn't met Suzanne yet, but that was my first front row Duran Duran experience, my first backstage experience, my first, you know, my, I got drumsticks from Roger that day. So, that is like one of the most special shows to me. But just the pure joy of dancing, dancing with strangers, dancing with a friend and her kids that I just met, you know, before the show, um, being with Christy, uh, meeting some other friends that we mutually know, Jen Day, um, and another Jen that we know uh, before the show, just being so excited. Um, I happened to, I didn't bring anything to sign before that show, and there happened to be uh, an astronaut poster promotion in, in, in the back area that someone let me take off the wall. 
Um, and so um, I got that signed by all, all five of the guys. That is framed, and it's, it's I'm looking at it. It's on my wall. It is one of my prized possessions. It's the one of the things that if something should, God forbid, happen, if you need to grab something of importance, that's one of them. I'm getting emotional just talking about this right now. Just like I'm tearing up, and I'm starting to probably babble. Yeah. Yes. I forgot about that. So Christmas came early. Christmas came 
came very early. Yes. And that was like five months out or four months out, which is a really long runway for our friends in the Duran Duran concert planning community. Yeah, it's it's hard to time. That was like a lifetime of notice. Right? I I recognize a pattern in talking about these two albums is that the live shows were such a major part of this and I think Stephanie touched on it and that when we were younger we did we just couldn't do this we couldn't travel and we couldn't go to every show and it, it was just so not feasible for those of us who lived in Podunk, Louisiana like I did um so I I remember thinking this is what I've been wanting to do all of my freaking life so I'm gonna do it and Absolutely. I, I don't know I saw a bunch of paper god shows but I honestly think I saw more reunion and astronaut shows than I did paper god shows and I mean if if if, if they were still touring all five I, I would probably have seen more paper god shows those reunion shows and and the astronaut shows were just it was that's what I've been waiting for all my life for for those shows so well and then earlier this year was it last year time is like especially the whole NASA the whole NASA thing brought Astro back up it was last July but they did play astronaut and they played some well they played sunrise right Um, so that kind of brought that back to the forefront a little bit Um, yeah what about the songs i mean what are are your favorites on these two albums what are they all you specifically mentioned sunrise and if there's any theme that runs across what we talk about what we do how i live my life it's the music's between us and it comes from sunrise it's that line that has stuck it it applies to everything that i do and i think that that's one of the greatest lines ever written so happens to be uh, a Levon. From that album, though, I, I love every song on that album. People don't like some songs on there. I love every single song on that album. I remember the first time I heard What Happens Tomorrow, it was like I was 12 again, and I was in my room with my cassette player, and I recorded it so that I could listen to it in the car. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, was, I played it over and over and over again. Uh, yeah, I love that whole album. From Paper Gods, is probably um, <laughs> phobia. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I I like the whole album. I love the way that the astronaut, the way it flows. Like Mm -hmm. the songs, it it was like they just all flowed well together. They were all put the the order of the songs. I love "Want You More." Um, Mm -hmm. I love that song. I I played that one over and over again. Nice and taste taste of summer. Um, Yeah. I mean, they're they're all good. And on Paper Gods, I think um, only in dreams. Mm. That's probably my favorite. Vampire in the limousine. Yeah. Yeah. Days in the moon while the shadows watch. Yeah. That those those lyrics were the lyrics. Fantastic. Yeah. That was. I, I, I listen to over and over. Well, Last Night in the City is my jam on Paper Gods. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, too. I love the song. It's, just, it's fun. And, you know, I mean, Pressure Off, that, that... Oh, yeah. I can't even... Yeah, that one, like... Because when that song first came out, when I first heard that song, I was at work and at the time, and I was just like just dancing, and I was just you so happy. And, you know, it was yeah. just like that feeling again, where it was just this, like, oh my god, this is so, I, I this this feels so good. I feel so this is my band, and I, it, and then you know, I, I mean, you can't even, I, I can't even put into words just seeing it live, and seeing it live, and especially the show when the, Chic opened and Niall, yeah, and his Godfather was there, and being like, is that the more? 
perfect scenario. Right. If you wish for a better scenario than to see your band and the Godfather out there together. <laughs> now, I, I will I will say one pet peeve on the Paper Gods tour with Sunrise was the combo with New yeah. Moon. It's yeah. like, yeah. give us all of Sunrise and give us all of New Moon, but I feel dipped yeah. with both of them. <laughs> yeah, you want it to continue, and then it's like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The the B sides on the Astronaut album, or at least the demos that leaked out at the time, were also real good. And I'm wondering if we'll, we'll ever hear like Pretty Ones or um, any of those. I can't remember right now any of the names of them. The Pretty Lonely ones Business. Well, Lonely Business is the one I'm thinking. Um, yeah. If any of those would ever come out in some other form, we got to hear. You know, we were all at the 2004 show at um, Trinity. Uh, January 30th, 2004, to be exact. We were all at that show and we got to hear Beautiful Colors and then like we were kind of surprised that it didn't make it on to the um, final um, album. But, you know, thank goodness for all of the uh, recordings that we somehow got our hands on as far as uh, Beautiful Colors and uh, was it was it Lonely Business, Beautiful Colors, A Matter of Fact. Yeah. Oh, God, I love that song. And then Taste of Summer was one of the leaks too, but it got put on the record. So Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, anything with lonely in it, I love lonely business. Yeah, give it a name, playing that over and over and over yeah. and over. Uh, it, it's kind of ironic that Laban would uh, would say those lyrics. Waiting for you is a lonely business, Duran time. Hello, yeah, yeah. Like I see, I see you there, Laban, in your sneaky lyrics. <laughs> so, okay, so let's let's transition from that. That. This week with Mr. LeBond was the 25th anniversary of, whoosh, am I saying that? 25th episode. 25th episode. Yeah. 25th, and they were live. (laughs) Any thoughts on that, ladies? I don't know. I was at work when it was actually happening, so I didn't get to hear it. I've kind of gone back um, over this past weekend and kind of listened to some of the live segments. I love the the idea of the concept. I understand that they could not play the music as it was happening due to copyright infringement um, policy, Um, so I know that things were kind of separated and you didn't get to hear the music as it was happening, but I loved, um, I got to log in at the very beginning of the night. And I got, had to actually work at work, so I didn't get to listen to it. But I loved logging in and seeing all of my friends in the comments. <laughs> so I know all of my my friends are out there listening listening to the show, and I saw you guys out there as well. Yeah, it was a little awkward because they would talk for a few minutes, and then like the screen would pop up, and they did put the link to go then listen on Spotify, but then your device had to be like both logged in, both to Facebook and Spotify. Um, Simon did ask for a sponsor. He's like, we had a sponsor to pay the license fees. We could do them all. But I think he mentioned that if we do another live one, they'll try to link the YouTube videos because that doesn't require a licensing fee and it would more freely play. So that probably will be a nice compromise. But it's, their little banter is it's fun to kind of kind of hear. I, it would have been fun if it had been Zoom so we could actually have seen their reactions and not just heard them. But, I mean, I'm sure that had to do with the logistics of trying to get on Facebook Live or whatever. And maybe we'll go later. Well, that's what I'm hoping. We need to figure it out. But I don't. 
think that there was anything special about this. The whole idea was to celebrate the 25th episode, but it essentially was the same thing they do on Facebook instead of just uploading everything. To they were taking questions from the comments. Yeah, uh, well, this, he does questions, two or three questions uh, between uh, songs otherwise, too. So I, 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 I think the thing was they were taking live questions at that point, and that was kind of how it was. Yeah, but did you notice how frustrating it was? And even at one point, Kevin's like, you know what, let's not worry about the questions. Let's just play some music. So he didn't want to wait for yeah. Patty to find a question that wasn't, hey, when are you coming to whatever, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. it, it, I didn't think that format was effective at all if there was supposed to be some kind of celebration in there. Get rid of the married questions. Get rid of the getting married ones. tuning in to the cherry ice cream smile podcast we are so glad you could hang out with us for a while please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast player including spotify apple podcasts iHeartRadio, and you can even find us if you ask alexa make sure to also follow our instagram page too see you again real soon